Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for February 25th, 2019. All year long, I'm going to be teaching about heaven on earth, where it is the will of God for us to experience days of heaven on the earth. Not just so you can live your life focused on dying and going to heaven someday, but so that you can live your life focused on bringing heaven down to the earth every day. That is the will of God. So um, I've been teaching a series entitled Press Through It because there's no way that you are going to experience heaven on earth unless you, you develop a certain level of grit and determination to be able to overcome the obstacles that you will encounter on the road, the path to your destiny. So we've been looking at 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 12, verses 2 through 10, uh, something that happened in the life of the Apostle Paul. And I want to go back to it again this morning. Uh, the title of today's message is Seeking Christ power. As a believer, I'm sure that you have craved for the power of God to flow through you, that you have sought Christ's power. You want to be like Jesus in this world. You want to operate like he operated while he was on this planet. Jesus was God in the flesh. He was the incarnation of the Father. And you and I are the continuation of his incarnation. As Jesus is, 1 John 4 and 17 says, so are we in this world. That's how we're supposed to live. So we are seeking Christ's power. So we're going to learn from the Apostle Paul again this morning. So he says, the Apostle Paul is talking about himself in third person. He says, I know a man in Christ about 14 years ago that went up to heaven. He, he actually had an experience where he went to heaven. Now, whether he was in the body, out of the body, I don't know. God knows. But, but this man, once again, whether in the body or apart from the body, I don't know. God knows. This man was caught up into paradise and he heard inexpressible things, things that no human is permitted to tell. And I will boast in a man like that, but I'm not going to boast in myself. If I want to boast in myself, I'm going to boast in my weakness. Now, if I were to talk about myself, I wouldn't be a fool because God has really used me to do great things. But because of the surpassingly great re revelations that I saw when I was in heaven and in order to keep me from becoming conceited or filled with pride or getting the big head, there was given unto me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me. Now, three times I pleaded with the Lord. I said, come on, God. I mean, take this thing away from me. And God said, no, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, he says, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest upon me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and in insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties for when I am weak, then I'm made strong. So the line that I want to focus in on this morning from that passage is when Paul said, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses. Why? So that Christ's power can rest upon me. We are seeking Christ's power in the earth. We want to operate with Christ's power in this world. We want to be examples. We don't want to just read the story of what Jesus did in the earth and always be the person running to Jesus in the story. No, we want to be Jesus in the story. We, we ought to be the men, the women that God uh, sends into this world like Jesus, like he sent his son. And then people are coming to us for the answers. People are coming up to us to get healed, to get delivered, to get set free. People are coming to us for wisdom, insight, revelation, knowledge, and understanding. People are coming to us like they came to Jesus. And so we are supposed to be like Jesus in this world. So we are seeking Christ's power that we may operate like him on the earth, right? So this line says, he says, if you want to operate with Christ's power, you got to boast all the more gladly in your weaknesses. So what does this mean to you today? On this Monday morning, as we're seeking to set the tone for the whole week, if you're like me, you got a busy week, 
you know, lined up, a lot of stuff on my calendar, a lot of stuff on your calendar. But let's just take a few minutes now to pause, to slow down, to tune in, and to hear what heaven is saying. Four things to share with you on this morning. Here we go. Number one, everything Jesus is has been made available to us. His ministry is our ministry. You have to see yourself as Jesus. Listen, when you look in the mirror, the goal is for you to see Jesus, for you to see yourself as Jesus is in this world. God loves you with the same love that he loved his son with. God filled you with the same Holy Spirit that he filled Jesus with. And the Father now calls you to live, calls me to live, calls us to live as Jesus is in this world. But none of this is possible as a mere human. None of this will become a reality in our own strength. Jesus did not do what he did in his own humanity. Jesus did what he did in his divinity. Therefore, it is only when we are weak, when we acknowledge that our humanity is not good enough, that we are able to be made strong. At this point, we are equipped, enabled, empowered, and employed by the Holy Spirit to do what we can never do without God. So, this is how we become superhuman. This is how God's super gets placed on our natural, enabling us to operate in the supernatural. This is, this is how it happens. As we minimize our humanity, God is able to maximize the divinity he placed inside of us. And so he's able to operate in us. He's able to operate with us. He's able to operate through us because it's not about us. <laughs> it's all about him. Number two, most Christians want to operate in supernatural power. If you're watching this video, chances are pretty high that you want to operate with God's supernatural power in the earth. Most believers want Christ's power to rest upon them, like Paul said. Paul tells us how, though. He teaches us that if we want Christ's power to rest upon us, then we must be weak. Because it is only when we are weak that we are made strong. Unless we embrace the fact that our humanity is limited, then God's limitless power won't flow through us. Unless we die, God is not able to live in us, with us, through us. Unless we get to the end of ourselves. When you get to the end of yourself, when you know that you can't do it, when you're at the end of your rope, when you know that you're not good enough, when, you, when you're at the end of yourself, it is then and only then that you are free to, to allow God to operate through you in a way that only he can. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to live in you. In John 14 and 10, Jesus, you know, in John 14, Jesus is talking about leaving. And one of the disciples said, well, before you leave, do us a favor. Show us the father. And Jesus got hot. Jesus was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've been with you guys for three and a half years. And you asking me to show you the father. Come on, man. If you see me, you've seen the father. I and the father are one. He says, the words that I speak, they're the father's words. He says, listen, it is the father who lives in me. John 14 and 10. He gives me the words and he performs the work. And then John 14 and 12, two verses later, he says, the works that I do, you're going to do. How? But you got to get to the same mindset. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What was that mindset? It's the father who lives in me. He gives me the words and he performs the work. If you've seen me, you have seen the father. I and the father are one. Say, 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 I am one with God. And God is one with me. You got to get to that point where you are boasting in your weakness that, no, I can't, but God is in me and he can. Number three, Paul teaches us to boast in our limitations, in our weaknesses. Listen, look at me for a minute. It's clear to me that I don't have the money to fund the projects that God has called me to oversee. 
I know I don't have the experience to qualify for the leadership positions that he has called me to walk in. Even though I've been you know, uh, in leadership positions for almost three decades, I still don't have the experience to do what God has called me to do. I know I don't have the power in my own humanity to perform the supernatural acts that I'm called to perform as part of my life's assignment. And I, don't, I know I don't have the wisdom in my own mind, even though I have a graduate degree, even though I've been studying for years, I still don't have the wisdom. I know I don't have the wisdom in my own mind to be able to teach and to preach what God has called me to impart. So therefore, like Paul, I boast in my weaknesses that Christ's power may rest upon me. I will do all the aforementioned. I'm going to do everything that I just said out that I couldn't do. I'm going to do all those things, but it won't be me doing it. Here's the power. It will be the father living in me. He will give me the words and he will perform the work. He has the power. He has the money. He has the insight. It's all about him. When I am weak, then I am made strong. That's how Christ's power can rest upon me. Number four, and finally, as we close out today's message and set the tone for the whole week. Number four, the secret to success in Christ is not more trying. If, we're, if it were about human effort, then a lot of us would have attained it a long time ago because we've been trying for a long time. But the secret to success in Christ is not more trying. The secret to success in Christ is more dying. We must die to sin, to self, and to self-limitations. When we do, God is free to operate in us and with us and through us, to do what he called us to do from the foundations of the world. When we embrace our weakness, then God is free to release his strength. You know why? Because it's not about us. It's all about him. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart and declare this over your life as you set the tone for the week. Say this, say, Father, I boast in my weakness. I know I don't have the money to fund my assignment, but I'm not moved by it because you already stored up everything I would ever need before I was born. I know I don't have the experience to do what you've called me to do, but you give me wisdom that exceeds my years and education. I know I don't have the power to perform the supernatural acts I'm required to perform. <laughs> But you have given me power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means harm me. There are a million reasons why I can't do what I'm called to do. But I only need one reason to say yes. That reason is a person and his name is Jesus. Without your son, I can't. But with Jesus can do all things. When I am weak, you make me strong. I enter this day equipped, enabled, empowered, and employed by the Holy Spirit to do what I'm called to do. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. When you subscribe, you'll get an email from me every day. You're going to get my notes and you'll get them for free. So sign up, subscribe, get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. I want you to head into this day embracing the key to Christ's power. The key to Christ's power is knowing that when I am weak, then I am made strong. 
And before you go, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Let's let everyone everywhere know that without Jesus, they can't. But with Jesus, we can do all things. I love you and God loves you. Have an amazing day and a blessed week. God bless you.